What's up, friends? Welcome to the Sober, Single, and Saved podcast. I am your host, Crystal Cuellar. I am so excited you are here. I am here to share my experience and expertise to help you live an alcohol-free lifestyle, prepare for your godly husband, and fulfill your God-given purpose. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and let's dive right in. What's up, friends? I hope you're having an amazing day. So today we're going to be talking about the five mistakes to avoid when going alcohol-free. So when it comes to going alcohol-free, I feel like sometimes we underestimate what it actually takes, but also I think we also complicate it um, quite a lot as well. And so, um, you know, obviously this is something that I coach on. This is um, something that I teach on. And what I find is a lot of my clients, they truly are complicating the process. And what really makes it complicated is just honestly by not having some sort of plan. And so we're going to kind of go over these different mistakes to avoid to basically just help you kind of navigate through your alcohol-free journey. And as always, if you are somebody that is struggling in sustaining an alcohol-free lifestyle and you want to grow in your faith and you want to be in a program, um, in a coaching program, in a one-on-one setting that is rooted in Jesus and that's going to help you navigate through these different challenges, I want to encourage you to message me, uh, whether it's on Uh, this platform through the podcast messaging or whether it's following me on Instagram and DMing me there or there's always my free community which is called the clean and fit community over on Facebook either way however you want to contact me let me know um, send me some questions and I would be happy to uh, see if you're a good fit for my one-on-one coaching program because again we need support and everything that we do and we should not have to do uh, this alone so we're just gonna jump right into the top five mistakes to avoid when going alcohol free. So the first one is going to social events without a plan. Okay, so it's really important to plan what you'll be drinking and what time you'll be leaving in order just to conquer social events in general. And obviously among other things, but regardless, you want to make sure that you have some sort of plan, which is kind of what I just said. So when you are going to a different event, you know, maybe just kind of call up the host or look at the invitation, whatever that looks like, and just ask yourself, okay, what time does the event start? What time do you think you're going to leave? What are you going to be drinking there? Um, what are you going to say if people ask you why you're not drinking? Uh, that's, that's really important. So really having some sort of plan when you're going to social events is, huge. And again, this is something that I can work, um, that we can work on together. So you feel more equipped. So you feel more confident in going to different social events, being alcohol free, because I know when it comes to social events, when it comes to being around people, this is one of the biggest struggles that a lot of people have. And it was one of mine too, um, being around people, being comfortable in your sobriety, being comfortable, uh, not having, you know, alcohol in your system. I get it. So really having a plan is going to help you tremendously. Number two is the second mistake is volunteering to be the designated driver. Um, Been there, done that. And this is honestly one of the most annoying things. And you can, you turn, you turn into basically a babysitter, right? So if your friends drink and um, if your friends are drinking, like you used to drink, you're going to become a babysitter. You're going to get really annoyed. And, um, you know, it's really nice to be the helpful friend, but 
to also know what you are dealing with before you actually volunteer and to really set appropriate boundaries, okay? So if you are somebody where you're like, okay, I'm going to be the nice friend. I'll be the designated driver because my friends get crazy and I still kind of want to go out and have a good time. Like that's totally fine. But again, set your boundaries. So let these people know, let your friends know, hey, like I'm down to drive you there. I'm down to drive you back. But hey, I want to be home by this time. Or maybe it's something like I'll drive you, um, you know, I'll drive you there since you guys are pre-gaming and maybe you guys can just catch an Uber back, right? And so there's many different scenarios that you can kind of put together there. But remember just to have your boundaries that are that are going to keep you safe. And also remember, don't put yourself in a compromising position where it's going to compromise your own alcohol-free journey, okay? But by no means are you obligated to be the designated driver all the time just because you are sober or just because you are deciding to go alcohol-free, whether that is temporary or long-term, wherever you are at. Um, but being a designated driver can be kind of tough and especially if you are new in your alcohol-free journey, it can be kind of tempting. So really just um, kind of feeling that out before you commit to that. And if you do, again, have those strong boundaries and stick to them. The third mistake is not having an answer when people ask you why you're alcohol free. Um, so again, this goes back to preparation. This kind of ties into social events as well. So you, I never condone lying. You don't have to lie or have some sort of drawn out excuse, but you do have to have something in mind when the question does arise. Okay. So, and it can, it can definitely, it definitely will be asked if you're usually the life of the party. Okay. So if you're like anything like I used to drink, I was always a big binge drinker. Always, I was always the one that was down for all the shots, like getting crazy. And so if that is you, like, just know that people are naturally going to ask you, Hey, why aren't you drinking tonight? Or, Hey, are you really not drinking right after you've already probably said this multiple times? I don't know if, if um, this is you, but maybe you've said, you know what, I'm not drinking tonight, or you know what, I'm taking a break from alcohol, and then you go against your own boundaries or your own commitments, and so people at this point, they kind of don't believe you, so they're curious, or maybe they'll kind of pressure you and so forth, so really having uh, having an answer for that, and again, it does not have to be something that's drawn out, it could simply just be, hey, I'm not drinking tonight, oh, why? I just don't feel like it tonight. Or maybe you have a workout class the next morning. Okay. And again, you don't have to lie. You are not obligated to um, tell everybody your life story. Um, but it is nice to have some sort of simple answer for when people do ask. So you don't have that social anxiety. So you don't have anxiety in general. And just so you feel more confident and prepared going into these different social events. Um, the fourth mistake is pressuring friends to go alcohol free. Okay. So I don't know where you're at in your journey, but I know uh, when I first went alcohol free, you know, I started feeling great and I started to, you know, research about alcohol and learn about alcohol and learn about all the negative effects that alcohol could could give me, you know, um, even beyond what I was already feeling. Uh, and so I kind of like following Jesus. I just I did not understand why people just wanted to drink, right? Even though I had already been through that and I would find myself um, almost just being judgmental and kind of pressuring people to adopt this lifestyle that I had. And that's one of the biggest mistakes that we can make. Okay. So what we want to do instead of that is 
we want to just be a good example and let others see the fruit of your new lifestyle, okay? And a lot of your friends, again, they're probably drinking exactly how you were drinking. And so most likely, they most likely have a substance abuse problem or they um, are definitely using alcohol to cope, like some something kind of in that realm, but they just may not see it yet, kind of like you didn't see it for a while, kind of like I didn't see it for a while, right? So just be patient with them and let them see how your life changes. Let them see the fruit of your new lifestyle. And just like it is when we follow Jesus, right? And how people start to see your life change and to see you basically turn into a whole new person because that's what God does. He makes us new. Uh, the same thing will happen when it comes to your alcohol-free lifestyle. You will be influencing people without even realizing it, okay? Um, the fifth mistake that you want to avoid is trying to have a sober conversation with a drunk friend, okay? Most likely, it's just, it's just not going to happen because after a few whiskey and Cokes, maybe some shots. Um, I mean, you can most likely just expect for the conversation to be very surface level or just not even make sense. Okay. And so at that point, it's really okay to leave. Um, I know when I, uh, this is something I experienced over and over again, especially early in my sobriety journey, where I would still try to go out to bars and I would still try to hang out with friends. And, you know, once they hit a certain limit, it was, it would just turn into a conversation that just did not make sense. Maybe it was about a lot of drama or they were just very distracted. And it just, honestly, that was just another situation where it was really annoying. And I really just couldn't connect with them because I was sober. And so, and that's okay. There's not, you know, that's their choice. And you're choosing to be alcohol free, to be sober, um, you know, whether it's temporary or, you know, long-term, wherever you're at on that spectrum. But don't get mad at them because they are not able to have a sober conversation with you, right? It's just, it's just not worth your energy, okay? And so if you are somebody that is struggling with sustaining an alcohol-free lifestyle, I would love to invite you to the Clean and Fit community. Uh, this is a private Facebook community that I have on, on, on Facebook, obviously. And we talk all about Jesus. We talk about um, different tips and tricks. And I do free trainings in there that will help you live an alcohol-free lifestyle. And um, yeah, and like I said, we talk a lot about Jesus too, because Jesus is always tied into everything that I talk about. And also, if you are looking for guidance, if you're looking for support, if you're looking for coaching around sustaining an alcohol-free lifestyle, please message me, let me know. And um, Let's have a conversation to see if maybe you would be a good fit for my one-on-one -on -one coaching program. And through this program that I have, um, we are together for three months. And um, during that time, we will jump on one-on-one -on -one phone calls throughout the week to help you stay accountable. And you'll also have uh, Voxer access to me. And so what Voxer is, is basically like a messenger app. And so you get to ask me any questions, you know, contact me throughout the week in between those weekly calls. And basically how I help you stay alcohol hall free is obviously by staying rooted in Jesus, but also by learning different life skills that are simple, but very, very effective. Um, and it's, it's definitely not a you know, white knuckle approach. And we're not just going to focus on the days that you are alcohol free, because I feel like that can be really defeating. We're going to really work on um, really just those life skills, you guys, really those life skills that are going to help you sustain sobriety. And that's going to help you um, live 
live that kind of life where you can have freedom and where you can have confidence around alcohol-free living. Because I know a lot of you out there, you are maybe in a position where you know that alcohol is affecting your life in a negative way, but you are afraid of taking that next step or taking that commitment. And so with that, I want to let you know that you don't have to look at this as, you don't have to look at the big picture right now. If you already know that alcohol is affecting your life in a negative way, then you just have to take that next step right? Because a lot of the times what we try to tell ourselves is, okay, well, I'm going to be alcohol free for the next 30 days or the next year when you haven't even had a weekend that's been alcohol free, right? And so I'm really going to help. I'm really going to meet you where you are at and just walk with you and help you um, just manage that alcohol free lifestyle and to help walk you through each each and every challenge that that you come across. And like I said, I know social settings are a really big deal and setting boundaries are a really big deal. Um, and so I'm going to help you through that. And so by the end of the three months that we have together, of course, you're open to working. Um, of course, you have the availability, if you have the availability to work with me, um, even after the three months, that's always open for you as well if you want to work longer together. But after those three months, you are going to have tools to take with you where you can sustain an alcohol-free lifestyle, where you can have that confidence and have that freedom. And by the end of those three months too, it is my goal for you to really grow in your faith as well and to really be even more rooted in Jesus um, than you were when you first started with this coaching. And so, um, you know, there's there's so much more to it and it's hard to really explain every single thing unless you actually um, take the jump. But if you are serious about making a change in this area of your life and you're ready to commit and you're ready to have somebody in your corner that's been through it and a program that is rooted in Jesus, and this is for you. Um, I have nine spots available as of right now when I'm recording this podcast um, through this quarter, which means uh, once those nine spots are filled, I won't be enrolling again until um, I think it is what's what's that June. So um, if this is something that is kind of tugging on your heart, again, definitely reach out to me. So anyways, I hope this was helpful. Share your feedback, share any topics that you would like me to speak on. And I'll be happy to do so because again, at the end of the day, this podcast is for you. I love you guys. Have an amazing rest of your day.